Hello. <laughs> can can you say something, please? I can say something. Okay. Right. Hey. We're back. Um, we're back. It's been uh, months. <laughs> yeah, it's been a month, plural. Um, but here we are. We're recording. It's good to be back. I'm. Life happens, and but life is totally beside the point. Yeah, we did record one episode. Yeah, we did um, about the Met Gala. That was like a f- it was. We got f- the bloopers from it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone needs to hear that. Right. It was just like kind it's of incoherent. So shout um, out to you for editing episodes. Also, I did edit that episode, and I was you listening to it, and I was. Call. I was like, we can't. I don't think we should post this. So just so you know, we were hard Fine. work. Um, but yeah, um, we're back. I think we're going to try like a new, a new show format. Um, that's less structured, a little bit more like conversational. Um, that leans more towards our strengths. I think if you asked us to talk about like something as bland as the tiles on the floor, we could eventually turn it into a conversation about the Taliban. So I trust that we'll be we will thrive with this format. <laughs> we can take it there. Um, but yeah, we're recording on um, Indigenous Peoples Day. Yeah, fuck Christopher Columbus. Yeah, don't, if there are any Italians listening, you don't want to... Why would you stand Columbus when you could stand Gaga? <laughs> I always ask this question on Columbus Day. I'm like, you have Lady Gaga and Donatella Versace. Why are, why are you having a parade about Columbus? Um, yeah, I also don't think he was like not actually Italian or was he? I mean, he was, I'm not sure. I, he was like, I think he was Italian, but his expedition was funded by the, the Spanish, Spanish monarchy. Yeah. So and Spain ends up doing most of the genociding in the Americas. Yeah. Cool. Which is why we are celebrating Indigenous People's Day. Day. With a beer. Drink to that. Yeah. Cheers. Um, so, yeah, we've got, like, a couple things on the docket, but, again, like, not structured. I think we'll just, like, chill, fun. follow the flow of conversation and see where it takes us. Yeah. Um, but the first thing. The big, glaring, trending topic. The fang in the room. Um, the f- I was trying to think of a pun with, like, elephant. Fang white elephant in the room. Yeah. Um, is Facebook. Um, I think that, like, piqued both of our interest. Um. I think you know more about it than I do. I was, I was just kind of laughing the whole time. Yeah, I just, like, because I, I'm not really, like, on Instagram anymore. And, like, I check it periodically on my computer. And I opened it. And I kept getting errors. So I was like, oh, like, all the weird people who use, like, Instagram on the computer, like, are, (laughs) like, locked out. (laughs) But then there's one website I use sometimes where it's like, it I forget what it's called, but like it shows you like when oh, websites it's are down. Down detector. Yeah. So I like I would like pull that up and I was like, oh, it's not just me. It's like everyone. Um, but anyway, so Facebook was down recently for some six odd hours. Which means Instagram, WhatsApp, and yeah. Messenger, and what else are they on? Um, they have that cryptocurrency. I didn't know that. Uh, it's called, oh, what is it called? It has, like, a really corny name. Anyway, I don't Zuck think, coin. Yeah, Zuck coin. I don't think it's, like, um, or what were those, like, little Roman coins called? C- 
Cronar. No, oh. that's not that's not Roman. Okay. Um, that's just, like, he looks like Caligula, as you have famously pointed oh, out. Yeah. So I applied to a whole class on Roman. I applied to a graduate class on Roman art, and the whole application was like, Mark Zuckerberg looks like Caligula. Power is a thing. Let me in. They let me in. Love but that. back to um, yeah. um, Zuck coin and Facebook going down. Yeah, Libra is what their cryptocurrency Libra. is Libra. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know a lot about it, but um, I think they wanted to get in. This was like a couple of years ago that they announced it. Anyway, whatever. I don't even um, know. I really, like, this is news to me right now. I don't think it's like, I mean, we can look it up. I don't think it's like live. Um, okay. But anyway, so for those who may not be aware, Facebook, all of the Facebook properties were down. Um, which I'm sure actually most people are aware of that because we spend a lot of time on those apps. Um, hours of our lives lost to browsing. Yeah. But I think this also comes at a time where Facebook is under a lot of public scrutiny because of little miss whistleblower coming forward. Um, so one thing I noticed was for a lot of like my family abroad, the big news wasn't that Facebook and Instagram were down, it was that WhatsApp is down. Because <laughs> anyone in the U.S. with family abroad is using WhatsApp or Messenger to communicate with these people, with their family. Yeah. So, and I wasn't the only person at work who made this point. This is the only thing that came up. It was like, WhatsApp is down. We can't communicate with anyone in another country. Right. I was like, but that recontextualized what Facebook is for me, because I really think of Facebook as just Instagram. Yeah, I don't, I'm not on Facebook ever. And then I was like, oh my god, my dad thinks of Facebook as, like... WhatsApp. As WhatsApp. Yeah, and not even, like, also, like, to your point, like, not even thinking of it as Facebook. Like, I feel like people, people are more aware now of, like, the Facebook properties, but I don't think, like, think, like, if I'm interacting with Instagram, I don't really think about it as Facebook. Well, I guess I do, because now they've added that byline, where it's, like, Instagram, like, by Facebook. Well, yeah. Yeah. And it's all integrated it's now. It's a bit like um, telling someone that Netflix runs on Amazon Web Services. Yeah, it's like... It's a surprise, oftentimes. Yeah. But, I don't know. Anyway, they're looming in the background. Oh, I was I was going to say, I was listening to one podcast, too, about it, and they were talking about... I think the Wall Street Journal has, like, a series on it. But they were talking about how, um, like, a lot of business owners, like, had a lot of trouble that day because a lot of people run their businesses like digitally like through mm. those platforms so like beyond just like whatsapp there was like a lot of like currency sort of displaced during that time which totally re-emphasizes the fact that these are whether or not they are legally they socially function as like public um yeah it's little a public forum public forums yeah public economic forums yeah it's a marketplace it's new, facebook yeah, marketplace it's the new town square so i'm like shouldn't yeah. we nationalize amazon um united states of amazon the u.s yeah the usa yeah the u.s the of US, u.s of apple or u.s of amazon if you uh, had to flip a coin amazon they do more, like, logistically. I feel like I they could, they like... actually give more to people's lives. Yeah. They have, like, a whole healthcare division. There was Amazon the Military. States. Have you seen that picture? No. Where it's, like, military, and it has the little, like... <laughs> yeah. In that stupid fucking well, font they use, what is it? Yeah. Calibri to home a veranda? It's really chunky. It's... It's a chunky sans serif that looks like a yeah. Microsoft Word default. It's, like, I, Comic I, dude, Sans adjacent. 
Um, I think it's kind of like smart in terms of like design, like the A to Z. Anyway, but like A to Z, yeah. the military thing made me think of something else that I want to talk about, which is related to the whole like whistleblower thing, which like we can get into. But like, um, I texted you when it went down, and I was like, I think they like took it offline in order to. I will read your text. Yeah. That was, I mean, I I was like my conspiracy. I screenshotted like, your text so that when um, the government deletes it off my phone, I still have an image of it. Yeah, my, like, conspiracy theory was, like, they're, like, they're going to say it was an accident, which they did. They were, like, someone deleted, like, 1,500 lines of code, and, like, everything went offline for six hours. Like, oh, no. But I was, like, they're going to blame it on, like, some, like, bumbling idiot who, like, doesn't know how to actually code because they're on, like, Substat. Or what is it called? Oh my god, I forgot the name of that website. No, sorry. No, the like, not so Code Academy. (laughs) No, there's like, yeah, there's like one website where I would always go to like literally just like copy and paste code. Oh, Pastebin. No? Mm, No. It doesn't matter. But anyway, so I was like, they're definitely like doing something a little shady behind the scenes. I can confirm. Yeah. You called this um, on whatever day this was. Yeah, whatever day. October 4th. 4th. Yeah, that's when it went down. You said when the Facebook outage. Was the Facebook outage was intentional, so they were offline and could destroy things because they had that whistleblower. My hot take. Yeah. The next day, I probably was blacked out that day. <laughs> I said, OMFG. <laughs> but I agree. I think yeah. it's a really good... Because, you know what? I think that in my head, as it was happening, I was like, the government's going to pretend this was a terrorist problem. But yeah. they didn't. Nothing, there's no, no one's really, like, looking that far into it beyond, like, oh, it's an internal problem at Facebook. Yeah, which is very curious. If I was the Biden administration, I would be blaming ISIS for that, or ru- the Russians for this. Yeah. Well, I think there was some kind of security breach, actually, like, incidentally, where, like, a lot of users' records were, like, you know, leaked or someone gained access to them. But the, sh- the, like, shutdown or, like, whatever, like, offline period, according to Facebook, was not related to that. Um, so it's a confluence of a lot of things. But, like, the one thing I think that's, like, underpinning it all is, like, this woman, France, Frances Haugen, had to write her name down, don't remember, not memorable. Um, anyway. sounds like a character is like what like testifying before congress right now about like i don't know what they're they're like interviewing her and um, i watched the i watched the majority of like the like the hours and hours and hours of congress's like a- initial antitrust trial oh with, with zuckerberg with, like, zuckerberg where he's sitting there like sundar mark zuckerberg sundar Pinchai, jeff bezos yeah jack dorsey famously our orthorexic king was not in it but i think twitter should totally be a part of it yeah well, um, anyway, um, they're, like, interviewing her now, because she, like... I mean to drag no, it's, like, I don't know. I'm just trying to, like, contextualize but, it for people... Yes, right. ...before but we talk I about it. But I think that after watching Congress people mismanage... I mean, our, after watching, like, our state representatives, who can hardly even manage to represent us, totally mismanage that initial antitrust push against tech companies, I'm, yeah. like, the conservative side at best was like asking mark zuckerberg things about twitter which has nothing to do with him yeah and then the progressive side at best was just trying to like pin people and have a getcha moment that they could like push to like aoc's social media Mm. but i'm like there's i don't think they're i don't think they actually care i don't know why 
Okay, well, that's, like, something I want to bring up, but I want to, like, take a step back and just, like, literally contextualize it. Also, though, did you, like, see that video of that one guy who's like, well, what are you going to do about the Finstagram? Yes, yes. So I think that's just, like, how, like, like, decrepit and, like, literally, like, rotten. And she's like, the government is. I don't know what you're asking. And he's like, the, are you going to end Finsta? Yeah. And this Facebook representative is like, uh, Finsta isn't a service we provide. It's a type of account people make. Yeah. And he's like, so will you end Finsta? (laughs) Lol. If only. I wish I was him. I would probably be happy. His brain's not even on. Yeah. It's like, don't even know what's going on. But, um, anyway, so this woman was the product manager of literally Facebook. She stole, I, I don't know, steal, saved, made public a lot of private research that Facebook has done over the years about how like detrimental the app is towards like mental health and citing like, I don't know, inter <laughs> intergroup warfare, blah, 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 blah. I mean, my thing about it though, is like, I don't, to me, the information's not shocking. Like, I feel like we know we've known this like either intuitively or because it's come out like other ways um so I'm really I was also watching one YouTube video where they were like talking about the whole thing and it was like oh well like American like parties it's like a like um like a bipartisan issue like everyone's kind of in agreement that like Facebook should be whatever I don't know like regulate I don't but, but like my bigger question is like what is like the point of this so she, like, leaked all these documents. She was like, yeah, everything mm-hmm. we've known okay. yeah. is true. Like, What is the point of that? What is the point? She's also towing, like, a very, like, dem, establishment dem, like, I think, yeah. line of reasoning. To your point where it was, like, in the original, when they were, like, in the original, like... Anti-monopoly, anti-trust yeah. hearing. Yeah. That, where they were, like, everyone just wanted, like, a gotcha moment. I feel like... That's the best the Democrats ever got out of it. They yeah. didn't actually pass any antitrust legislature, but yeah. they didn't manage to regulate the um, social media or tech industry. They didn't manage to regulate social media or the tech industry any better. If anything, they allowed people working in social media and tech a, like a I don't know, I don't want to say more leverage, but just like a better understanding of the kind of legislative threat they were up against, mm-hmm. which turns out to be nothing. Yeah. Literally um, non-existent. They, in terms of the, where, where were we at a second ago? Like the, got, not the gotcha moment, but right before that, the, um. Like, I just don't understand, like, she's towing oh. a dumb party line, but also, like, there's, like, and maybe I just, like, haven't read anything. Like, I just don't understand, like, where we I go from here even. The wants to regulate social media. I think they want in. Well, no, they definitely already are. Like, that's, like, okay, yes, I think yeah. my hottest take about this is that, like, it's literally, like, a cooperation between the state and, like, private companies because, like... Definitely agree. They, like, Facebook needs the U.S. government as much as the U.S. government needs Facebook. Because, yes. like, and there's been a lot of instances in the past, I think, too, with, like, like Google has, like, contracts with, like, local mm-hmm. police departments... Like I mean, the US, Microsoft like, and Amazon were duking it out for government contracts during the Trump administration. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, it's not, it's not a new phenomenon. And I think like, I don't know. It's just You're like, right, they're like, they, I mean, I think it's like a bigger issue wherein like, whatever like whack point of like high finance, like capitalism that we've like reached, like uses the government as like a mode through which 
you know, it exists and operates and, like, substantiates its, you like... You made this point in, like, episode two or three. You were like, the government is an interface through which private interests dictate your life. Yeah. I totally agree. Like, it's totally pointless to assume yeah. that it's... That American, especially American, but also global politics, is big government versus big business. They enable one another. Yeah. And the government is completely an interface through which private interests can, like... Yeah. I mean move the world around yeah i mean i think it's like kind of like cooperative surveillance because like yeah. the facebook gets to collect more data about people which it sells to advertisers the government also like gets their foot in the door with facebook and has like data that i mean functionally like helps with i don't know like management like population management like they can like keep tabs on people Real and like power yeah exactly so i don't know i mean facebook i think Okay. Okay. Zoom, zoom. Um, tech companies use the on the internet used surveillance as a way to advertise to people better, mm-hmm. but inadvertently created a surveillance state that's good at advertising to people, but also good at tracking people. I and think, ironically, big business, big advertising was the impetus to create big government surveillance. Yeah, like they're they're totally impossible to separate. Yeah. From. Well, also, you kind of, uh, like, coming out also of, like, kind of, like, 9-11, I feel like that really, like, further substantiated the need to, like, surveil populations at the same time that, like, Google was coming to the fore as a company, and they kind of, like, I mean, this is all, like, surveillance capitalism. You can read this book by Shoshana Zuboff. But, like... I don't know. And it's so interesting to me because I think one thing that's kind of difficult for me to like wrap my head around now is like to delineate where like I wrote this in my notes, but like where the the private companies end and like state surveillance begins. I think that if I lived in China, I could make a differentiation better than I could here or even in Russia, because I think that the lack of a robust... Yeah. But if I lived in China, or if I lived in Russia, I could make a much better delineation between private versus public than I could here, because there it's, like, there's a really robust system of, like, state infrastructure. Right. Or a really robust system for exerting state power, not only over people, but over, like, private interests. Yeah. Not over just personal life, but over personal interest over private interests. Um, in the U.S., that's not really, like, a thing. Private interests here, I think, really... I don't think... I see it happen every day. Private interests in the U.S. dictate how personal life works, and the government operates around private interests. So mm-hmm. I think it's very difficult to, like, create that... to draw that boundary in the U.S., but I'm like... Yeah. Like, one of Matthew's friends in school was telling him... Um, I mean, it was, like, years ago, but it like, really stuck in my head... He was like, it's crazy that the government's so slow here and doesn't do anything about COVID. Because, like, in yeah. China, if they're, like, if they're even building a bridge, if they're, like, they, we're going to have a bridge, there will be a bridge there in, like, three months. Yeah. I don't mean to stand China, but I do mean to be, like, the way the U.S. government operates isn't, like, publicly or even um, uh, governmentally oriented so much as it is oriented around, like, pr- protecting the interests of capital. Yeah. Well, I think one thing that's kind of unique here too, or maybe it's not even unique to the U.S. because like all of these companies like operate like inter like ex- in an extrajudicial capacity, mm-hmm. like and globally. Um, but I feel like a kind of interesting phenomenon 
for like the people that like Facebook, Google, et cetera, govern is that like the nature of the relationship is made to, to like, it's made to seem consensual that like your, Oh yeah. Yeah. When I don't think it really is, it's like almost like coercive, but like, In a way that, like, I don't know, mirrors, like, I don't, and, like, it's so annoying that China is, like, constantly, like, a foil for the United States when, like, they're operating, like, companies exist in the U.S. now that, like, offer, like, have, like, a, like, a social credit offer, and it's just, like, I don't know, I just think it's, like, the same kind of logic in both markets, like, whatever, but anyway, I mean, we've we've had credit scores longer than China's had social credit, so I don't know what we're complaining about. Yeah, but I, I mean... I don't know where I'm like going with this, but I think there's like people feel here, I think like more of a need to express themselves online constantly. And like that has also been like, like encouraged by all of these companies and the state because it's, it's beneficial to them to know what everyone's doing all the time. So it's like a win-win for both parties. Yeah, And that's a symptom of like American individualism. Like we want to be so special and put all of our like darkest, most special little icky, woo-woo, cringe posts online like i'm the center of the universe i'm the main character yeah all everyone in the that's that's how you know if you're in america you have main characters yeah main characters you have like everyone else is an npc that i mean yeah just so disturbing to me that was the what i I would actually say that was my least favorite thing to happen on the internet in the past 10 years yeah i hate that i think that was worse than pro anna that meme like actually makes me feel like so sick to my stomach because I'm like you can't it's... see that other people have like interiority, you like sociopath. Like... I think it's like <laughs> actually I don't know. I actually I actually like don't know. Like no matter how like it's boring like... or fucked a person is, I'm like just because they're behaving this way to you, maybe they think you're maybe they think you're boring. Like, yeah. Like, I don't like, I don't know why. Maybe it's like the inability to see past the intern the external. Yeah. Well, I think it's like, it's like terminal individualism. It's like reached like an apotheosis where it's like, no one even like sees other people as people anymore. Really solipsistic. (laughs) Yeah. Which is like, Nietzsche would never be okay with that. Honestly, so uh, it's a win-win for everyone. Cause then like, if you can't see other people as like having interiority, you can't organize around a common cause. You don't have to have empathy. Yeah. You can go work in finance and be happy. Yeah. Um, it's really dark, but I don't know. I mean, to kind of like go all the way back to like my original question, why, like, I don't understand what's happening. I don't think anything's, I I think at the end of the day, like literally nothing is happening. (laughs) I would love to see if we're still talking about this one in like a week. Um, and two, whether or not like there is any like substantive, like, material kind of impact that this, like, whistleblowing situation has on Facebook's operating logic. I don't think the government or Facebook would let it have happened to begin with if it harmed either party. Yeah, well, I mean, I think some things are, like, yeah, I don't know, maybe it's, like, a big psyop, and they wanted us to know that, like, maybe they <laughs> want is, whistleblowers like, making us so fucked up in the head <laughs> maybe they want whistleblowers to happen so that we think that there are people working against facebook and the government yeah actually there's no one working against anything and we're all just gonna we're fucked. yeah it's just like but, um, it's so dark um 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't really... I mean, what else has happened? Kim K was on SNL. Kim K was on SNL. Famously. The U.S. pulled out of Afghanistan. <laughs> well, yeah, but that happened a while ago. Oh, those are like the major headlines of the past <laughs> I think like, those three are, months. Those are my top two. Yeah. <laughs> Kim Kardashian in Afghanistan and the Taliban. Yeah, I'm trying no, to think of what else. Um, yeah, I would talk about Kim for a bit. I would too. Okay, so... I think that um, if anyone expects us to have a good take on the situation in Afghanistan... You should get better sources. Yeah, don't. So come we're moving to us. on to Kim K. Yeah, I could. I could barely make my way through like a uh, like Sparknotes version of the Facebook thing. So I took an insane. We're not a good course. The last year of like high school about the Arab-Israeli conflict. Yeah, that was like. Okay. I took an insane course my last year of high school about the Arab-Israeli conflict, and I. If it taught me anything, it's like, unless you are from the Middle East or an expert on the Middle East, you don't need to fucking put an opinion in on this. Word. I mean, I objectively, kind of, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm yeah. anti-US in this situation. Yeah. I just like, I don't know. I'm kind of like, I mean, I know we have like clear involvement there. It's this and a lot of other issues that I don't really want to get into now, but I'm, like, I get kind of frustrated when people, like, lose their minds on, like, Twitter over something that is happening, like, in a region to which they have, like, no, like, clear ties, allegiance, relationship, when uh, I'm, like, look at what's happening in your own Backyard. I think it's crazy when people are like, people work in sweatshops in China. I'm like, have you, like, why don't you just like drive through the rural United States and look at people's living conditions? Yeah. Or and literally like, in major cities. It's not just the rural city, US. Yeah. It's like here. Like I see, I walk past like 15 homeless people on the way to the train. 100%. And I'm like, people are so, are taught to like hate the American working class so much, especially like the, yeah. not even working class, like the really, like the really like lumpen, like the homeless lumpen proletariat, like to villainize drug addicts and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I have no idea why we're putting all this energy. And I don't mean that this in like a yeehaw America is all that matters way. I just mean like who, whose life can you actually make better? And why would you put all this time into something you can't help when I'm like, go buy a homeless person a meal. Yeah. Um, Anyways. Um. <laughs> anyway, so Kim Kardashian. Kim K uh, on SNL. Um, what really matters. Now, yeah, to things that really matter and we can't have an impact on. Um, <laughs> your perception of that SNL skit. <laughs> really funny. Um, Wait. What? No, I was going to say, I was going to say really funny. And then I was like, no, but actually, yeah, that was really funny. Oh, thank you. Um, I tried. Um, I don't know. I watched it. I was kind of like hungover and like not really like engaged. And also it like felt okay. Well, I'll just say it. As no, not funny to me in the slightest. I like SNL's ever. Yeah, I agree. Well, like never I, been funny. I maybe it, it was. I don't. I think that's like nostalgia. Okay. Nostalgia core. Like I don't honest, know. I, I watch it with like a not only a straight face. Someone's showing me an SNL skit. I'm waiting for it to be over. Yeah, like patiently waiting for it to end. Like, I'm nodding and I smile when they look at me to see if I'm reacting. Well, okay, this was like especially bad because it felt like 
it gave me like very big because I've also like not I'll say I like don't ever I literally never watch SNL like I think the last time I watched was infamously when Lana Del Rey was first on I saw the Elon Grimes one didn't see that I just saw the Mario part I thought she looked cute I thought she looked I like I like Mario yeah I played a lot of Mario games okay well okay but that's okay that's perfect because what I was going to say is like I feel like it's adult baby millennial humor because they did a whole thing that was like a 90s news skit for this one they did that mario thing in the grimes one and then there was a bit where they like literally showed like impact font memes like on screen oh i've not seen the whole thing it was like so i won't say it but it was like really ridiculous yeah so anyway um but they have him on Mm -hmm. Oh, they... Which I think is God, interesting. God, is she on? Yeah. I don't know. What do you... Do you have any... She reactions to, me to Kimberly? This, do you remember the interview she did with... It was Vogue. It was, like, 20-something minutes long. She's wearing, like, a Rick Owens dress and huge silver cuffs. Mm. And it's a center part, and she's sitting on a couch in a room that's just basically shades of gray. Okay, that's every instance it's, of Kim the, in the, the past the, 15 years. It's the interview years. where she addresses <laughs> the last... No, like, the I, fact that I haven't it's ending. seen it. It's anyway. like, uh, it's, it's contrived and dark and she's like, you know, she's on. It's exactly like SNL. Oh yeah. No, she's like, on. she's very aware of like, I, I think she did better like acting wise than I thought she would, but she kind of doesn't have any like, and this is like such like a, an like ineffable thing and an ineffable quality in people. She does not have any charisma. I think she's, like, You're right. an interesting person, but there's, like, a joie de vivre or something that, like, I kind of, like, don't I agree. get from her. There's something about her that's, like, she's a reflecting mirror held up to society. Yeah. I, yeah. I say this, like, I'm sure that, like, no matter, like, who you are, how much money you have, how much fame you have, you actually, like, you do maintain an interiority and a self that suffers and feels joy and shit, but, like whatever front is like the Kim K face front. Yeah. It, it, it's like, there's something miserably terrifying about it. Yeah. She's like but a I'm little vessel. Like, yeah. She's a vessel for our culture. Yeah. I think she's, um, she's the white black woman. She's the blackest white woman. You yeah. Know? Like she's on earth. On earth. Take that Rachel Dolezal. I know. She, uh, <laughs> she didn't even have to do blackface. Yeah. She beat you at your own game. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. So she had like a cold open, which was like well written. I thought like she took some jabs at the family. There were some zingers in there. I'll I think that. people wanted to hear. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, and they, it's like they know. Yeah, they know exactly. That's they know. And I was trying to understand like what like I'm trying. I'm doing. It's the year of understanding. It's the year of understanding. Um, oh I was God. trying to do a lot of understanding as to like what the like what what motivated them to go on. Like you mentioned, like we were talking about this earlier. Like that, like. They don't have the e-platform. The show's kind of gone. We don't know. Now they have to do things on Hulu, and now they have to do things on other platforms, and they have to post on social more, and they have to plug their businesses. Chloe has to... She did Febreze, now she's going to plug Papa John's. Yeah, (laughs) I do love also just, like, a piece of media that I will plug is if you have not seen the Khloe Kardashian migraine big pharma ad. I've seen it! Yeah, well, no, anyone listening, if you haven't seen it, it's really... it's, It's terrifying. Um... Anyway, um, what were we saying? I think it's, um, um, they don't have a platform. Oh, they don't have a platform. So I was like, okay, so they're on here. They're 
not really like rehabilitating an image because I think they it's like so well curated. So it's just another kind of like piece of their like like cross platform strategy. Cool. I think they're like a giant starfish because starfish, if one if one arm dies, <gasps> the coctopus, but it like it's the yes. like Kardashian. But it's a starfish, so it has that like like a gene where if one arm gets cut off. Oh, it'll grow it'll back. It'll grow back, but yeah. sometimes it grows back two instead of one on accident. Cool. So yeah. it just gets bigger. It's, like a a hy- it's like a hydra. It's like a hydra. You cut one head off yeah. and nine more come out of that hole. Hello. With the Kardashians, with the Kardashians, they don't. They, they will never keep an egg in one basket. You, they will never keep all their eggs in one basket. They have like 50 eggs in every basket. Yeah. And now they're cultural entertainers. I mean, they always have been, but in a, in a different capacity now. Kim made a hilarious point where she was like, I have more followers than SNL has viewers. I thought that was actually like kind of really brilliant of her. She's right. Um, yeah. No, that was awesome. I have a lot of respect for that joke. It was very funny. That's what I bring up when people ask me and often ask me why I'm interested in the Kardashians if I'm interested in like political activism and politics and it's because so many people pay attention to this that this probably has more of a political impact on the world than yeah who has more Twitter followers Kim Kardashian or Joe Biden probably Kim we yeah obviously Kim that. but what are the facts it's fa- okay. facts are facts facts are facts facts are facts POTUS Kim the truth <laughs> <laughs> the, um, um you made this point many times. Kim's done more for prison reform than Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the architect of the 1994 crime bill. He's done, he has a net negative Yeah, for mm. prison reform. Yeah. Kim's so is Coppola, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, Coppola. Um, yeah, no, Kim's doing the Lord's work, honestly. Um, but I mean, I don't know, even if it is like a veiled PR thing, which I think like, I know I said she has no charisma. I do think like the prison reform thing is actually like meaningful to her because like she has black children. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, joke, like the blackest white woman. It's it's between her and my mom at this point. (laughs) (laughs) And Rachel Dolezal. Oh, Um, (laughs) she's out of the running. Yeah. Um, no, but I don't know. I mean, okay. So the... SNL's not funny. Um, the skits were... I feel like... Are we going to get, like, flack for that? Do people, like... Do people, like... I don't think that our viewer base and SNL fans have a... Yeah, there's no... There's two <laughs> circles. Two circles. <laughs> like, I... Um, I'm sure that people who would like to listen to this would listen to SNL, but I'm like, no one who's listening to us is going to be offended if we're like we're like... That's not funny. Yeah. I'm also not a comedian either, but I'm like, I know no, no. when something's funny and when it's not. I'm not a comedian. I'm a comedy consumer. And I have <laughs> taste. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, if you're going to numb my brain to make it easier for me to suffer through one more week of living on this planet, SNL's not going to do it for me. It's going to make me more depressed. It's not it. I want to watch an episode of The Kardashians. That will get me through another day on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. They made some salad jokes, which I thought were funny. You know how Kim, they're eating their salads all the time. Yeah. I was like, haha. They really salad. hit all of the, like, they hit all of the notes, you know. They had, like, I don't know, they had, like, a Chris Humphreys. I will say, or not, I Chris, watched, like, I made that it up. was Chris Humphreys. No, name. they had Chris, um, oh my god. I mean, I watched I literally two and don't a half know. Oh my of god. the SNL skits and Kim's monologue. 
before I got here. <laughs> Mask off. I know nothing about this family. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, we don't have thoughts. I think the one thing that we were talking about though was that like <laughs> I thought like I don't really read the news anymore. Like I'm like in the know because I like live in the 21st century. I'm so in the news, I can't <clears throat> stop. I need to stop. Yeah, I but, think I'd be way better if I just stopped. I mean, maybe, but I was telling you that like I feel like watching the like the whole episode I was like yeah like this is the news this is like contemporary because they were they had a whole skit about the Facebook trial actually that should have been the segue into this conversation but um what's the difference between to your earlier point before we even started recording you were like news versus entertainment how different is SNL from the news think about even on like especially like in the US Democrat Republican news platforms yeah uh, uh, Tucker Carlson, uh, Hannity. back in his day, yeah, Sean Hannity, Bill O'Reilly, yeah. and then on the Rachel other- Maddow, yeah, Anderson yeah. Cooper. These are fucking characters. Yeah, all the same. That we identify thing. with Andrew Cuomo. Yeah, no, they're most- all they're all little talking heads, and it's fun. It's really fun. It's entertaining. But I think that's kind of a theme of our podcast, actually, because I remember on our first episode we were like, I don't like conflate. Well, no, we said the inauguration was, like, entertainment. Yeah, it was like, we do not conflate activism or real... Like, I don't, I don't expect... Entertainers to be activists. Or vice versa. I don't expect, like, an... That's why I don't really vibe with, like, NAOC, for example. No. Because I'm, like, you're, like... Let's brush up on the Met Gala at least a little. I don't want to. <laughs> I just want to say that <laughs> this should confirm everything... What's wrong with AOC? Moving yeah. On. Moving on. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I just like, yeah, maybe I'll put a, in a clip from the Met Gala episode. That if you want to edit in the archives, it, we should, should edit we it for YouTube poop and then you should put it at the end of this. Yeah, no, we if should put time. it on Patreon um, as exclusive content. Exclusive, con- <laughs> exclusive content. Like, like listen to us at our worst. Yeah, at the literally like so embarrassing. Um. Anyway. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a good point. So, any other thoughts? Nothing for me. I'm... Um, so, we were joined briefly by a guest of the pod. Momo the dog. Momo the dog. Little tiny... Um, Trey Petit. Little miniature poodle. So small. Yeah, really small. Um, she'll be back. She'll be back. There's she'll no be back. Else here. Um, no, we're, we're big fans of this little teeny tiny dog. But um, I had a crazy thought the other day. Do tell. Where I was like in a park. Maybe it's just because I was like hungover. I was in McCarran. And I was like, <laughs> I was like watching all these people walk their dogs. And you know, it made me feel absolutely psycho. Because so I was like, we are animals too. Oh my God. Okay. Have you ever like seen um, <laughs> like, like, like animated films where like the animated characters are animals? Have you ever and seen? And they have pets. Yeah. Like or... Goofy versus Pluto. In Disney mm. cartoons, I'm like, both dogs. Those are both dogs. Or um, there's actually a French, an animated French film called La Planète Sauvage. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Where they have the little humans as pets. Yeah, love that. And they're just gigantic humanoid aliens with big red eyes and blue skin. Yeah, I kind of like the way they look. Honestly, I think they're fat. I mean, I'm plugging that movie. Can I be real? That's <laughs> a fabulous sci-fi film. Yeah, it's awesome. The soundtrack is also incredible. It's on Spotify. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it, you should see it. Yeah, I don't really know what it's... It's about colonialism. Is it? 
Ostensibly it is. Yeah, like keeping other people as pets. Because I read on Wikipedia yeah. that it was like an animal rights activist thing. Oh. That they were like, this is how we treat animals. Anyway. Oh, um, my reread of it then is that, because when I watched it, knowing that it was like a French film that came out in the 70s, like a, a decade after the Algerian yeah. Revolution, I was like... No, that makes more sense. I was like, like oh my God, this is... Just yeah. like a post-colonial, not really post-colonial, like, at that point, I'm like, Nigeria was only like a six-year-old country, whatever. I can't remember exactly the year it came out, but I was like, this no. is just about colonialism. Yeah, no, I mean, that makes a lot, I think someone on Wikipedia was just like, PETA, PETA pilled. PETA pilled. PETA pilled. Um, I think that there's a lot of conflation between human rights and animal rights, and I think that um, it's really one there's nothing wrong with animal death animal the reason that there's something wrong with human death is because we've invented a category for ourselves where we like choose to value each other and our louder and our species like we choose to value each other and our species as human beings and we're like yeah we we are human and we value each other's but i'm like it's totally dumb when PETA and vegans are like yeah, animal, all animal death is bad. That's super dumb. I don't think it's a video. I don't think it's a sorry video. A film about animal rights. I think it's about. I think it's about colonialism. No, even I, if they go off to a different planet at the end, I'm like, well, that's the. I mean, it's a sci-fi movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The only thing I'll say there is like, I think at the end of the day, human rights are also socially constructed. Yeah, and you have to constantly defend them. Yeah. Human rights, we made that shit up. Yeah, we literally made that up. Which And, like, look at where it got us, where we were like, oh, humans have domain over the natural world. And now we're... And now Miss Thing is taking her sweet... Karma's got its kiss for me. That's what Mother (laughs) Nature says. Um, But, yeah, she's taking her sweet, sweet revenge. Um, And, yeah. The point of all human rights and civil rights is, like, there's no single event that fixes things. There's no single Mm. revolution that will fix class conflict. There's no single march on Washington with Martin Luther King that's going to fix racism. Yeah. You literally can't stop. It's forever. Yeah. It's forever. Well, no, and that's the whole thing. If you're making any kind of argument, like, if I moved from, like, a humanist to, like, a post-humanist, like, argument tomorrow, and I said, like, we're actually, like, intimately connected with the natural world, with, like, machines, everything around us, if I said that, I would have to defend it every single day, because it's not, it's not, like, a priori, it's, like, it's a thing that we also made up that you have to defend. It's Um, a stance. It's a stance. Yeah, it's an opinion, honestly. When we say human rights... That's, there's nothing in nature that's like, this is a human right. There's nothing in nature that defends the rights of anything to anything else. Yeah. If we bring human rights or animal rights into the foray, that's literally like we made it up. Yeah. And the constant struggle that Antonio and I are talking about here is like, you have to constantly reestablish the social conditions that reinforce the primacy of human rights. Yeah. That's where... Also, with this episode, too, I'll get on my little soapbox. The thing I would like to say vis-a-vis Facebook, um, if we're gonna put all of our money on human rights, Mm -hmm. 
Um, I think, I don't know. We should do something about the Finstas. Um, no, that was a bad joke. No, abolish but abolish Finsta. Yeah, abolish it. Um, but I know, like, genuinely though, I'm being stupid. But like, I do think that, like, yeah, for if we're like taking humans as having, I don't know, if we're defending humanism, um, I don't think we should allow ourselves to be disrespected by Fang and reduced yeah. to data. Like, if anyone doesn't know what Fang is, we've brought it up a few times now. It's Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google, F-A-N-G, yeah. Fang. Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google. There's two A's. There's two A's in yeah, Fang? Yeah, Fang. Can I be real? Yeah. I've never seen it spelled out. I've just heard it spelled oh, out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fa- Apple and Amazon. Shit. Um, I was always wondering why I'm... But yeah. I mean, that's my answer. It actually um, is included. You're more than the internet. You are. You're more than data, which is what exactly what they 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 capital T mm-hmm. they want you to be. Um, and being is really complex and there's multifaceted so and nonlinear. Much, yeah, and there's so much more to being a person than consuming things and watching things and even participating in culture. Maybe you just want to sit in a meadow for a while. Yeah, but. Uh, Ultimately, I really think that, like, if if you get to a point where you're kind of miserable and you're like, I spend most of my life just, like, consuming culture, just turn it off for a bit. Yeah, I'm not on Instagram anymore, famously. I was like, I would open the app. Everyone can relate to this, I think. I would open the app. I would, like, not really look at anything. I would just, like, tap through the stories. And I was like, I'm like, I'm... What is it? I'm like, I'm looking, but I'm not seeing. Yeah. And I was like, I don't need to do that. No, you don't. And I'm literally fine. I think some people would like maybe not have as easy of a time as I did, but like, I'm just kind of like chilling now. I like, think of Instagram the way I used to think of LinkedIn. I think of Instagram I now. I got my last drop through Instagram. <laughs> I think of Instagram in the way that I now think, or I think most people think about my Facebook. Space, Facebook. Facebook. I'm like, it's kind of like, it's like cringe to me. (laughs) To be on Instagram. But like in a culture. ourselves in the foot here. (laughs) Also, I know, but I'm like, I'm, yeah, I know. I'm like plugging our, yeah, we're like peddling this podcast on the internet. But like. That's um, beyond, that's, I mean, I didn't mean it. Not the point, but like, I'm like in a culture that like necessitates like constant sharing, like Mm. for like, like in a way that like you're like personhood you're like being your opinions like all need to be shared but at the end of the day are reduced to something that's like used to like Baby, sell you're ads not even alive if like, you're not backed up on a drive yeah but like um Sorry. it's all in the end of the day used to sell ads is the point yeah to sell ads but like i i think like a really fun and like countercultural thing to do in that environment like an actual like radical thing to do is like not engage with it and to like because like if now i find that i'm like calling people more and texting more people in a way that like feels more intimate and real and it's like when you kind of like get away from that like like public like gesture in like the court square thing and like move towards more like intimate connections with people i think that's how you actually build communities and that is what we are desperately lacking in today's world i agree i (laughs) i'm gonna be real that's my two cents my problems with social media ended when I had a Betty Images social media and my personal social media just became like my new LinkedIn. I don't like it. 
Yeah. Cool. I mean, I don't. I mean, that's like a little bit like much to say, but I'm like, I don't. I don't have personal social media. I don't have Finsta. My mm. Finsta is just like me crying to my friends when I see that. My, my Finsta is like when we finish recording and finish our beers, and I'm like, life is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's my Finsta. Lana Del Rey. Um, yeah. But, anyway. What? Yeah. Whatever. But I totally agree. It's um, the idea that you should have a permanent record of every personal event in your life and every thought you have is insane. And it makes it's bad for people. Like I can act, yeah. I actually would dig my heels in and die on the hill of like, it's actually objectively bad for people. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm also not even trying to be like nostalgic or, but I'm like, people have like records of their lives that are like physical and that they own. And I think the yeah. thing that makes me like sad about like, not, I don't know. It's like whatever it is, whatever. I'm not like particularly sad about it, but that like, our way of being in the world is, and this is what I was saying earlier, where we're made to think it's consensual. It's not. And it's not. And it's like our way of being in the world now is like necessarily like someone else's like property and way of making money. Yeah. Every under neoliberal capitalism, every single interaction, every single social interaction you have is mediated through like, commodity or turning data into a commodity or forcing you into a consumer interaction and you may think you're not even having a consumer interaction you just like browse through facebook but actually you're on the selling side yeah your data is feeding into a little consumer interaction that facebook then has with someone who wants to buy some data some company like cambridge analytica yeah no and then that exact mentality starts to also like spill back into kind of bleed into the real world because then you get people like caroline calloway and anna delvey caroline calloway is a little different because she was mostly online but like anna delvey for example like it's literally like you it's like everyone is selling something constantly everyone's peddling something and why you have like the age of the grifter um anyway i'd love to grift I would love to. That's what we're doing right now. Please help us correct. <laughs> um, anyway, should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it okay. up. Okay. Share this Any episode final? with your friends. Oh, yeah. Tell everyone about how fun and interesting we are. I was hilarious kind of, I had a thought and earlier. And, yes. Yeah. Hilarious, stupid, dumb. I had a thought earlier. I was like, what if we like, like, like video recorded these in addition to the visual That's pod. what I would like to, okay. I really would like. I, I think that'd be fun. I should do that with the TikTok. I'm like, I video record myself cooking something, and it's like a three-hour-long YouTube video where the whole time as I'm cooking, I'm ranting about... I something. I couldn't tell you what even comes... I don't even think I have thoughts when I'm cooking, though, so I don't think it would be worthwhile. Yeah. I don't think I think anything. I'm just like... Moving. That's fine. Um, I think it would be fun. This would be fun, though. This would actually be fun. Let us know. Also, share it with your friends. Also, thanks for listening if you literally if made it this far. Literally, yeah. If you made it this far, because I think a lot of people drop off after the first, like, ten minutes, which is fine. Um, I don't it, blame you. I've done it's, that before. It takes us a minute to get started. Um, but, yeah. Enjoy your life. Go outside. You don't have to delete your Instagram, but, like don't be online. Actually do whatever you want. Actually be a slut, do whatever you want. Be a slut, Um, do whatever you want. Be critical of everything you encounter that you're asked to take for granted though, because chances are 
you might discover something about yourself that you didn't know before if you just spent less time online. I don't know why I sang that. Bye.